Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Yes, I am. Hello, everyone. Uh, Rachel's here. <laughs> Hi. Uh, and Amsterdam's very own Vassos Alexander will have something to say about this. Um, Amsterdam asks wild young male British tourists to stay away. Is this since your psilocybin psychedelic guided mushroom trip, do you think? Do you think they heard about that in Amsterdam? I was in Maastricht. Well, you heard th- about it all no, the way from Maastricht. On. Hang yeah. on. You thought you were in Maastricht. I, I certainly thought it was Maastricht, but to be honest... Could have been by the end of it. It could have been Amsterdam or Rotterdam, by Liverpool the end of or it, Rome. <laughs> you were at the roots of every tree. You were the root of every tree, weren't you? Yeah. You were the tip of every iceberg. You were the drop in every ocean mm. uh, because you had your psilocybin guided mushroom experience. Um, and you, you're going to go for another one, aren't you? Yeah. Um, you're not going to go there, though. So I'm hearing. I'm, uh, yes, I am because that's where it's legal, Chris. Okay, I, I heard you weren't. I heard that's why you went first time around, but you, you're going to have a second experience, but you're not going there. No, I am. I'm going back to where it's legal. I don't know where you, what you heard, yeah. but definitely doing it. Why don't you remind me what I heard? Because you said it. What you heard was, I'm going back to see Alice in Maastricht, who guided me on the first cinema. Alice assignment. in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Through the looking glass. Anyway, Amsterdam is asking young British men, oh, it's not about you, uh, to stay away. They plan to visit the city to cut loose and go wild. The Netherlands capitals new online campaign to tackle nuisance tourism launched this week and targets visitors between the ages of 18 and 35. Um, the city's local authority announced in a news release earlier this week. How you know how much is that the polar opposite to the old eight, club 18 to 30, where you, those were the that was your target. You, that, you were signing up for that tour, weren't yeah. you? And all the different T-shirts stating different intentions. I can't say any of them out on the radio. For various oh. groups of... I'll, I'll say one off the radio. Is that what, that what I had, they had on the T-shirts? Ed Stunstead Airport, yeah. OK. <laughs> so if it starts like that... Yeah. You know. <laughs> Guinness World Record for Devon Temboy, who camped in the garden for three years. A 13-year-old boy from Devon who spent three years camping in his garden to raise money for a local hospice has set a Guinness World Record for the biggest sum raised by camping. His name was Max Woozy. He was on this show talking about it in 2020. He was sort of, I think he was a third the way through. He didn't know how far, how long he was going to go. He wanted to aim over, uh, sorry, he aimed rather to raise over 100 quid. He raised £700,000. Do you think he'll find it difficult to sleep back in a house having slept in a tent for three years? Well, we should have got him on this morning. We were busy with the auction. We could get him on tomorrow because it finished last night. He has not slept indoors since, but will finally return to his bedroom tonight after his final camp out last night. Well played, mate. Should we get him on tomorrow? Mm. We've got his number. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Earth's biggest ever dinosaur goes on display at London's Natural History Museum. Who doesn't love a dinosaur story? This one's ours. It's British and it's in our Natural History Museum. They were amazing, the old dinosaurs. I mean, it took something to wipe them out, didn't it? It wasn't the actual meteorite or the asteroid that wiped them out. It was the cloud, wasn't it? It was the dust cloud that um, that that formed this barrier 
um, this heat barrier between the sun and the earth, and that's why we experienced this ice age, and that's what killed most of them, isn't it? It's, it's funny, because I remember when I was at school, there was that, all these theories about what killed the dinosaurs, and now we all seem pretty clear that it was an asteroid. Yeah, I think we were then. It would just have sort of, you know, it would have shortened our school lives by yeah. several years, yeah. and they didn't know what to do with us. So they do you were think teaching it's... you the power of debate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think they still give all the menu of options at school? And it's when you get to grown up, some at some stage, you just get this. It was the asteroid. I don't know. Did it? Did it actually induce uh, an ice age? Will would know about this, or something happened. I mean, that's what happened. What happened was there was this huge explosion and this cloud of dust, and then um, it reduced the temperature of the Earth, and it. Formed, there were various deserts and things you can still go. I mean, the Great Lakes, they think the Great Lakes, don't they, are the result, are the craters of the asteroid. Yeah. That's what they think. Because how else would they be there? You know, and, and be such so vast, you know, and not be oceanic you, that they, they, are, they have tidal, they have, they have serious tides, don't they, those, those places? I mean, we once went to, um, we once went on tour with the Rolling Stones um, to Boston. We were making a film with the Rolling Stones about the Rolling Stones, um, Chicago actually, and we 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 landed there at night and we checked into our hotel and we went into our rooms. We were all jet lagged and so we had the Stones were playing the night the next night, so we had to get some sleep and get ready for filming the next day. And we didn't know um, uh, we forgot about uh, Lake um, Michigan, would it be? Yeah. Um, and then we opened our, our curtains the next day to daylight and it's like, oh my goodness me, who put that ocean there? And it's <laughs> not. It's this lake. It takes you. Eight hours to cross on a boat? What? It's a lake. There's one in Russia, Lake Baikal, which is the deepest lake in the world, and it's still pretty massive. You get there after many (laughs) days of vodka and card games on the the Trans-Siberian Railway, and then it takes you many more days to sort of get across it. More vodka, more card games. Three quarters... Silver birch trees. Three quarters of shop bought bread is as salty per slice as a packet of crisps. Yeah, Eli said yesterday. Um, he said, "Oh, because he because he goes to to an after school club, which is so after school he comes home from school in between." Mm. And so I dropped him off there last night at five o'clock. And he went, "Oh, Dad, I forgot my Mars bar." I went, "Eli, I'm sure you've had more than enough sugar today. It's fine, you know." I was only winding him up, up really, because you know, of course he can have a mask bar. He's, he never stops. Or he doesn't stop moving around all day. And he's going to dance and he's sugar. And I said, he said, I haven't had any sugar today, Dad. And then we went through what he'd eaten. And now it was just all full of sugar. He didn't realise it, but it was, I said, yeah, you've had more than enough sugar today. But then again, you know, he still deserved, deserved his Mars bar. Heroes return for astronaut Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep has returned to Britain after taking part in NASA's epic mission to the moon last year. A model of the animated movie character uh, was a the passenger. They're all models. You mean the model of? <laughs> it's a model, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it not? Shh, it's not. It's a real sheep. A model of the animated movie character was a passenger in the capsule that was blasted into orbit by the world's most powerful operational rocket. Sean covered almost one and a half million miles. Well done, Sean. Yeah, impressive. His little sheepy legs. On his lunar travels before splashing down in the Pacific Ocean. Commuter shocked to spot a skunk at London bus stop. Is it a skunk or is it just a badger from a distance? It's a that skunk. got painted. You think it's a skunk? Uh, that looks skunky. Because <laughs> it um, smells skunky. Okay, what happened? This uh, early morning commuter Lauren O'Hara, 34, lost it when she realised it wasn't a badger, it was a skunk. More commonly found in North and Central America. Where did it come from? Uh, Lauren revealed that she has named the skunk Pepe Le Pew after the animated character in the Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies series. Oh, well done for remembering a nostalgic reference to those two things. When I was a kid, because of those characters, I, I really did think that I would at some point, and on many occasions, come into contact with skunks. 
It yeah. never happens. I agree. I, I, as a child, you're led to yeah. believe. They're around every trash can. More or less. Yeah. Most bus queues. Yeah. The RSPCA has confirmed the creature was definitely a skunk. There are skunks out and about in the wild um, in uh, the UK. Run for your life. Exercise wipes out heart disease risk from insomnia. This is interesting. For me, it's really interesting. New study has found 150 minutes of jogging, swimming or cycling each week eliminates ill effects of poor sleep. Sleeping less than six hours a night, which is what I do every night, never had more than six hours sleep for the last decade or so, was shown to significantly increase the likelihood of dying from heart disease, but the risk disappears in people who do plenty of exercise. Oh, that's the best news well ever. <laughs> Thank goodness. The study looked at 92,000 adults. It's a proper study. It's a big study. Only 61% of adults in the study uh, met the guidelines. This difference in death risk between good and bad sleepers almost disappeared among those who met the target of 150 minutes of moderate intense uh, intensity exercise per week. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Great news. Keep it up. Keep it up. When is exercise a bad idea? Never. Never. You never regret a run. Fake painting hidden behind door turns out to be a £700,000 masterpiece. Uh, this is by a Flemish artist. Where are we with... If you're Flemish, what are you? Belgian. Mm. Well, aren't you, why aren't you Belgian then? By the way, I know you're right. I'm just intrigued. I don't know. It's this and putting your best foot forward that... that I've been messing my head up at the. Why, why does putting best well, foot forward you know that, mess that, your head Because my best foot, I would imagine, would be my right foot because I'm right-footed. But actually, if you push me, I put my left foot forward, and that's what—that's how they test how you sit on a surf, stand on a surfboard. Well, maybe board. put your left foot forward to protect your best foot. <laughs> but it's not my best foot, clearly, is it? Because it's my, my your strongest foot is the one you put forward. Oh, what <laughs> foot do you kick with if you're playing football? Well, I don't kick with any of them. I can't kick because I can't move my legs. But it would be my right foot. Okay. Can't do anything with my left foot, but it's my strongest foot. No, my problem. Maybe you're the exception. Flemish, uh, Belgian, or where? Where is it? Can you? Is there a place called Flem? Flanders. <laughs> Flanders. Flanders. Ned. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Flemish. Yes. Is people from Flanders are Flemish? Okay. <laughs> anyway, this painting—it's not all that, to be honest, but it's worth seven hundred grand. What's it of? I don't know. It's some people meeting in a bar somewhere. Doing something. Probably not. It's probably more important than that. So sorry if I, I just offended loads of people. Don't cancel me, please. I beg you. And finally, Elon Musk warns rain in AI before it outsmarts us all. Elon Musk is among a thousand technology execs and experts who have called for an immediate pause, like immediate, in designing powerful artificial intelligence systems because of the fear that they will outsmart and replace us. And this is led by the chat GPT headlines that have been going on over the last couple of months. Uh, two months ago, we were sitting with chat um, GPT 3.0, on from 1.0, 2.0, you know. And because it's like 3x in its name, it's 3,000x in its ability. It doesn't just mean it's a third better than last time. It is, it is exponentially, incalculably, almost infinitely better than last time. And now we have 3.5 and you can actually access ChatGPT 4.0. Um, Musk isn't happy about this. Steve Wozniak isn't happy about this. ChatGPT is a Microsoft product. Uh, I don't think Bill Gates has signed up for this protest so far, <laughs> right? Nor have anybody to do with Google, their holding company, their parent company is Alphabet, um, because they have their own version, which they released last week. Um, of course, Elon and um, Apple don't have this thing going on and I'm but I'm sure that's nothing to do with why they're protesting I don't think so do you I think it's for the good of mankind yep Elon's great isn't it I, I actually think Elon may he may be genuinely concerned about this not just because it's not his company doing it um and he is our Einstein is that fair to say he's my Einstein 
I really like him. I know he said some dodgy yeah. things, and I really dislike some of the things he said and some things he's done, but I mostly like most of the things he said and most of the things he's done. And, you know, and who hasn't said things they regret or done things they regret? Uh, because if you don't make mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. If you don't make a mistake today, you are not trying hard enough. So if you get to the end of today and you pat yourself on the back because you didn't make a mistake, you should be slapping yourself, punching yourself in the face instead. <laughs> Harsh. Yeah, knock yourself out. Get your seven hours that way. Because if you don't make mistakes, you're not trying harder. I make mistakes all the time. I like 20 mistakes this morning. You only find out how far you can go when you risk going too far. Nice one, Russell. Nice one. But I think, you know, I wonder what Einstein... Because Einstein, you know, he ended up, you know, not quite a pauper, but he was working back in the patent office, wasn't he? That's what he had to do. After he came up with this general theory of relativity, because, you know, he was a lecturer at Manchester University. Okay. Because a friend of mine's lecturer was a student of Einstein and showed um, my friend his exercise books that were marked by Einstein. Whoa. Wouldn't that be worth nowadays? At Manchester University? Yeah. You, was you, Einstein British? No, he wasn't British. He was Austrian. Austrian. But you, you, We can claim him a bit, though, if he, you know, worked yeah, but, in Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We don't have to claim. We took Greg Rosetsky. You're, you're Greek. We took yeah, you. You can, you can have me. What do you mean? We took you. What's all this about? That was charity. Oh, anyway. Um, and Tesla, who Elon named his company after, you know, because Tesla was a scientist at the turn of the 20th century, the 1900s, he ended up destitute, didn't he? He ended up in a hotel room, living in a hotel room that was paid for by benefactors who realized how important he was for civilization because he was the guy who figured out how to get electricity electricity across um uh and into across cities and into homes like like uh ventricles you know in some kind of complex um matrix system and he died with them that's why tesla's called tesla did you know, I didn't that? know that that's very interesting by the way um, of the day tomorrow from mm. tesla to tetris the tetris movie's out tomorrow starring tyron egerton mm. Oh. Do you know about this? No. Oh! What is the Tetris movie? It's amazing, the Tetris movie. So, Tetris, the game, because mm -hmm. it's about the game, is named after Mr. Tetris, who came up with it, who was a Russian, who was, I think he was a dissident, and then this American gaming company wanted to buy the rights for this game and they had to go behind the Iron Curtain and this, whole, whole, this subterfuge and espionage mystery um, began to, to develop and now has unravelled and they've made a movie about it and it opens tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. I wonder how it will affect the sales of Tetris. I was going to say, surely they're bringing out like a new version of the game. When you have, you leave like four on the right-hand side oh! and, then you get, and you get the long, thin one yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and all four go at the same time, best feeling. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Vassos, what are you doing later today? Plug, plug hole and blocker. 
I've been asked to go home via Robert Dyer's to get some plug hole unblocker. Hang on a minute, and actually, hang on a minute. All of those things excite me. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. That starts with, you've got an excuse to go to Robert Dyer's. I know, exactly. I mean, if the day couldn't get any better. Robert Dyer's is so dangerous. You didn't know you needed it until you went to Robert Dyer's. Uh-huh. All this stuff and about... And then you need all of it. All this, you know, um, when you learn about dopamine, right? So when you learn about dopamine... Um, and what it does. So we all have, you know, we have this homeostasis in our head and then something nice happens and we experience a dopamine hit, okay? And that gives us pleasure, you know, and joy. And then if you chase that um, and you want, you repeat what's just happened again, depending on what that might be, to get more dopamine, that's all well and good, but you've only got a certain amount of dopamine. Well, you can produce more, actually, but what happens is whatever the factories produced today... It has to make up for tomorrow. So you actually don't have a limited supply of dopamine. You have a natural amount of dopamine that gives you your joy and your pleasure um, potential every day. But then if you do other things to 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 like quickly afterwards, and you can do some, you know, very uh, inadvisable things very quickly afterwards to chase the hit, as it were, then, you know, certain things and substances give you a, a give you a 10x hit of dopamine. Some give you a thousand to ten thousand X and they take you seconds to consume, you know, and that's why it all becomes very bad very quickly. But the thing you have to bear in mind is, and I didn't know this, so on a Sunday afternoon, I get a little bit of a doldrum, mm-hmm. right? The Sunday blues. Well, I thought it was the Sunday blues, you know, because it used to go up until tea time and, you know, it's work the next day. But I love my job. I love Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as much as I love Saturday and Sunday. I don't mind saying that. You know, uh, the weekend, I spend the weekends with my children and with my family, with my friends and doing things that I love. But I don't enjoy them any more than in, in the week. They're more important because it's my family. But I don't enjoy them anymore. I enjoy them immensely, but I love my job. So how can I get the blues on a Sunday? And I figured it out yesterday. Go on. Because on a, fri- on a Saturday night, Tash and I have an amazingly good time. Amazingly good time. So there's a there's a more than usual dopamine hit, and you have to have the opposite of whatever the hit is. You have to have that. Don't get the highs without the lows. You don't get the highs without the lows, and that's a, but that from a mood and joy point of view, that's why if you have a pretty steady, stable life, you sort of you know you have this consistent contentment about you. But if you have a fantastic, it's not the hangover. The hangover is one thing to do with toxins. But if, for example, if you just had a great time anyway and you didn't drink anything or eat anything or take anything that was bad for you and you had an overusual dopamine experience, you would have a low the next day. Um, and it's strange because I don't get it in the week. Well, I thought it was strange. Mm. I don't get it in the week, but I don't have the massive... I have lots of gorgeous... You know, I enjoy everything. Um, but it's fairly balanced. And that's why I get the thing on a... It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? And the reason I'm talking about this to do with Robert Dias, can you believe, right, <laughs> is because, and this is why advertising is so clever, this is why auctions really, really work. So if you think about, I've got an excuse to go to Robert Dias, right? That's what you said to us when, when you just I know, received well, the text. Because normally it's, Walk past, don't go in. Walk past, don't go in. For the reasons Rachel said, because you go in and you buy everything that every, you didn't realise you everything, needed. Everything, all of the stuff. But today I can go in because I need drain unblocker. Question. Yep. Question. As you walk past, you get a little bit of frisson mm. of excitement. Yeah. Because you can go in there and you like Robert Dice. Yep. So when you said this to me, when you said about your drain unblocker, yeah. all I could see in my head, right, was the green 
and the orange of the Robert Dice facade. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, inter- yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm up for that. I'll go for, I'll go for you. <laughs> I'll come. And, and the same thing happens. So, like, it's advertising, you know, is what it is. But if you get something you like and you don't think you're being advertised to, right? Um, so if you, get, uh, if you get something through the door, like a brochure for a, a place you once went, in the past, it fires off that dopamine again, yes, it and that's does. the beginning. And that what happens is you get you then get closer to that as a thing, and you get closer and closer and closer. So when you get an auction catalogue through your door, like I do, it's the beginning of some of the best and worst experiences I've ever had happening again. But of course, I just focus on the good because the dopamine helps you focus on the good and not the bad because it's not cortisol; it's adrenaline. Which is why, if you get, <laughs> it's exactly that, isn't it? It's all that stuff. It's what else are you going to buy on Robert Dice? Oh, all the stuff. <laughs> By the way, talking... Yeah, that's why you've got to be careful. Oh, that's, that's why you've got to be careful. You've got to limit yourself to a maximum of three items, one of which is your See, the thing blocker. is, that it's like, you know, if you, if, you, if you don't stand for anything... Be careful, because if you don't stand for anything, you will die for nothing, mm. right? The retail equivalent... The retail therapy equivalent of that is, oh, um, we're going shopping on Saturday. Oh, what are you going for? Oh, nothing really. No, that means everything. Because mm. yeah. if you're not going for anything, you will end up buying everything. Whereas Whereas if you're going for something, you'll just be focused on, oh, this really means something. Uh, I don't know, I want to get the right thing. And once I've got the right thing, it's like, whew, and home you go. But if you're not going out, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything. You'll come home with bags and bags and bags of stuff. Yep. And that's the great thing about online shopping. That's the great thing about online business. Because you can go there, you can experience it, and you can, you can, you can, ha- you can have the experience that you want and maybe buy what you want without the risk. Especially when it comes to cars, because (laughs) Sins.co.uk sponsor this show. And not only can you go online and not feel the pressure and the the hot, sometimes musty, stale breath of a salesman leaning over your shoulder, leaning into something they do every day with another another little sort of sliver of prey in front of their predatorial shadow. But you go online, you have a little peruse. You buy a car, a quality news car, and if you don't like it, doesn't matter. Money back, 14 days. The only question they're going to ask you is where do you want to send them the money? Mm. You know. They're lovely, aren't they? They're ace. And you get a nice umbrella and a key fob. Oh, the key ring. You forgot the key ring. You get the key ring. I didn't forget anything. <laughs> I just delivered a load of beautiful Pertic Pros and I was taking a moment. He was pausing. I, I wasn't forgetting the key ring. Oh, you've got a key ring. <laughs> Such <laughs> a nice key ring. It's so satisfying. Yeah. Anyway, we're here with Sinch.co.uk every day. And it's because of those guys we get to do this for a living. So we couldn't make them enough. Thank mm. you. Goodbye. <laughs>